you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. I certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We we have Brother Kevin with us again today. Now, Kevin is out there in the wet, damp, uh, muggy, dry area of California, if that makes any sense <laughs> to you. You know, we hear it's dry out there. We hear that's the place you go if you have hay fever. That's the place you go if you have fibro because it's going to be warm. You're not dealing with all that humidity, all that craziness until Kevin gets there, brother. So how's things going out there, brother? <laughs> Kev the Rev is about ready to dissolve and flow away with these storms man this is uh <clears throat> i believe this is the second week where most every day it it's it's rained today it poured for a while it just uh i don't know it brother i came here to <clears throat> sorry came here to escape um some of the stuff i mean among the pro uh, besides projects i came here to try to heal up from some fibro issues but man it's not been good it never rains in California, but girl, don't they warn you back home. Yeah. So I, that song from my youth, which had no value towards God anyway, no longer has any value to me whatsoever. And, uh, well, folks, listen, we've been moving on. We're, we're hopping into this narcissism thing and it's real to us. And just to be honest with you, we, we don't go a couple days between us where we're not talking to somebody who's jam smack dab in the middle of a narcissistic attack abuse on the other end, trying to come out of that without dealing with all all these different things that are stacked upon them. And uh, so we're going to be talking about that today. So today's idea or a concept or a statement is broken hearts and uh, just having a broken heart. And, uh, you know, the Lord reminds us, as I quote all the time from Psalm 34, the Lord is nigh unto them that are broken heart and save as such with a contrite spirit. He reminds us of Psalm 147.3, he healed a broken in heart. And, and friends, I know there's so many of us have had our hearts broken. I don't, I don't think you can make it past about four or five years old without having your heart broken somewhere in there. Uh, but when you become an adult, there's a type of broken heart that hurts more than any other type. And, and folks, that's church hurt. And that's, uh, uh, you know, that's a biblical abuse hurt, Christian hurt, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's the, it's the worst hurt. You know, there's no, nothing worse than family pain, nothing worse than church hurt. And I say all that to you, even though we may go in a little bit different direction with this to say, we know where you're at. God knows exactly where you're at. And we would love to help you. Our commitment, Kevin, and my commitment to you is if we can help you uh, find a good church situation. A lot of you who've been church hurt, a lot of you have been ministry abused. Uh, you find yourself sitting on the couch uh, watching some crazy televangelist or doing nothing at all. And I want you to know that that's not God's plan for your life. This trial you went through, Kevin and I have been through. We've been on that other side of hurt. We've, we've been the people staying up all night crying. We've been the people trying to say, how in the world did we get here? And then along the way, we found God uh, right in the middle of our lives where he never left. 
And, uh, and when the tears stopped, new tears began of rejoicing and trusting God and stepping out. So we want to help you do that. And I, and I know, Kevin, you probably have something to say about broken hearts and these types of things. So why don't you fire away, brother? Yeah, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. You know, it, it is just as factual as something from a science book. Well, nowadays it's, it's a lot more trustworthy, but the, the Lord is nigh. He, he is there and a broken heart is uh, a sacrifice that he is happy with. You know, it says he saves their tears in a bottle. Mm. Um, and so, but, but the sacrifice of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart of God. God will not despise Psalm 51, 17. The earlier verse was Psalm 34, 18, but yeah. <clears throat> brother, um, when you go through the worst kind of pain that you could ever experience, that is rejection or, uh, narcissistic abuse, narcissistic attack, um, you find out that God's there and, um, God, God meets you there. Now, God does not leave you there, but God meets you there. And he meets you there with intention to use what you've been through to, to transform you into a, a, a different and better version of who God made you to be. So, um, I, you know, I, I mentioned, rejection and i mentioned narcissistic attack or, or gaslighting blaming all that kind of thing um <clears throat> you know I, brother i went through some of that um so uh several years ago there was um an extended family member came into the life of our family um by marriage and this individual um was quite the groomer and uh, in fact, the first time I ever saw this individual, he sat down across from one of my daughters and said something like, I can tell you're a thinker. Well, this was a beautiful daughter and she was, you know, I don't, I don't you know, he singled her out and, um, yeah. it got, it got worse from there. There was, um, uh, there was, uh, there was spying, there was, um, what's the word of uh, voyeurism oh. going on. It was just, but, the, but this individual, he, he used basically whatever he was guilty of to try to cut off family members of mine from, from me so that they, so that I would, I don't know about what he was trying to do to me, but he was trying to cordon off. He was trying to rope in a following. And in fact, he had a huge, at one point, Facebook following <clears throat> and, uh, people that were familiar with this individual brother said, um, everything he's accusing others of, whether it was rape, he never accused me of sexual things, but if he was accusing someone of rape, I know he did that. Um, it was something that he had done. If he was accusing someone of, um, uh, misuse of finances, that was something that he had done. And I'm not the only one that, that knows these things or has come around to the knowledge of the truth. But, uh, but brother, you know, when someone is, is grooming someone that you love to draw them away from you so that you feel the pain of rejection yeah. from those closest to you, um, that that's the, the, the two front war, you know, I don't know who can handle yeah. that. And it, it takes God because only God can handle 
things that are beyond you. You know, the, the psalmist said, my heart is so burdened <clears throat> that I cannot speak. That's not an exact quote, but there are sometimes our hearts become so heavy and so burdened that we don't, like it says in Romans eight, we don't know what to pray for as we ought. We just say, God, mm. all I know is it hurts so bad. Mm. And, uh, you know, I just want to, I want to just right off the bat, praise God that he really is near them of a broken heart. And, yeah. um, after I went through some of those things, um, those, those three or four years ago, I found out that God showed up wherever I was in an RV or a prophet's chamber, God showed up and down on your face, just crying with tears hitting the floor. God is there saying, you're going to be all right. You're going to be fine. This is, this is where I want you to be. I want you to be on your face. I want you to be hurting right now. This is what's appointed for you because it's going to, this is what's going to turn your eyes. Uh, you know, it's going to wash your eyes with tears, turn your eyes upward and you're going to go out of this, um, stronger and better than before. And brother, I wasn't expecting anything like that, but I can say, that God has done exactly that for me. And uh, he's shown me some things where I needed to, um, <clears throat> I needed to get uh, some things just squared away. You know, I didn't, you know, blind spots that God showed me that, oh yes, these are some things. But anyway, God's been very gracious and um, just everything you said there in the beginning, you know, we know whereof we speak. And from this, has come empathy because when I meet a nurse, someone that's been a victim of narcissism or rejection or attacks or abuse or lies, that kind of thing, I immediately know, you know, how deeply that can hurt. And then I'm able to, to just listen and, uh, yeah, no judgment, just, just words of, you know, affirmation that God's on top of this thing and let's see what God's up to. And folks, I think that's what it's all about. And so sorry you went through that, Kevin. But I think these trials we go through, uh, they mean something. And uh, they mean something not only uh, to those of us who go through them and come out the other end, but they bring us to this wonderful, needing, caring, um, just God and me alone type of relationship that's really hard to explain until you've stood there and you found yourself on your knees with your face on the floor saying, God, you know, there's nothing else I can say. You know, God, you know where things are right now. And I, I just don't know what to say. I don't know how I got here. I don't know where I'm going from here, but you know, God. Yeah. And uh, that's so important that when we get to these places that we have those moments. And uh, folks, you want to, we want to finish this up with you, so hang with us. We're going to go ahead and let these stations do what they need to do. return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. Brethren, I can remember in my life and my narcissist was different, obviously, than Kevin's and much different situation altogether. And I'm so proud of Kevin. I'm sure in a minute when we let Kevin talk, he'll tell you that this is what we find out when we're in that valley. When you're in the valley, when you start climbing the mountain again, 
those friends that were hooked to you in the valley, they're your friends for the rest of your life. Write that down. There were people that would call me, look for me, beg for me, ask me to help them. All those things, they're all gone after my narcissist came along. There's a handful of people, a handful of people uh, that when I was in those deepest, darkest valleys, when, when I felt like it was just Debbie and me and the kids alone, when I felt like, man, this is terrible. And everybody's looking at me sideways. There were those people who would call. I remember this one man who called Kevin and he just read these verses to me on the phone. And we're all well aware of them and familiar with them over in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. He said, come on to me, all the, that labor and a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest onto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Folks, that verse doesn't seem like much. We've probably heard it a hundred times, but when that valley's dark and uh, man, when the rains are heavy and people you love aren't picking up the phone and uh, there's meetings you once had that you don't have anymore. And you get text messages from supporting churches because someone lied to them saying, we're not going to support you anymore. And all of a sudden a brother calls crying on the other end of the phone and says, come on to me. He said, brother Doug, I've been where you're at. He said, you're heavy brother. You're heavy late and you're, you're dealing with that depression. You're dealing with the world. But now you got to do phase two. You're, you're in the ditch. And all you can do is look up. I get that. But there's a second step now, Brother Doug. And that second step is to come on to Jesus. And, uh, and, and folks, I, I, I want to hear more of Kevin continuing on and how he came on to Jesus. But I want you to know that there's a God. And uh, he's got your back. And when your friends let you down, and they're going to, there's going to be some defining moments in your life. And when you come out of those defining moments and you're in that valley and you're just starting to try to, you're, you're, you're trying to step out of that valley and it hurts and you keep sliding back down and mud is all over you. Just remember those people whose hands were reaching down to you, pulling you up. Yeah. Those are the people you want to do life with. So Kevin, I mean, I don't know how much more you want to tell us about this, but I'm sure you were sliding back down into that ditch and tell us about it, brother. Yeah. Well, I appreciate everything you just said, brother. And, and I want to thank you for being that guy that came to me with a torch in the dark. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, when this took place, you know, the good thing was, like I said, that God, God was there for the broken in heart. I have no idea how someone without God would handle it. It would have to be chemically is the only reason only I could think of it, you know, but, uh, so, uh, you know, either a prescription or self prescribed, but Psalm 69 20 says reproach hath broken my heart and I'm full of heaviness. I look for some to take pity, but there was none and for comforters, but I found none. And, um, you know, this is hard to talk about, but, um, you know, the leverage that was used in my case, my narcissist and I, and I, you know, I, I heard you use that, you know, my narcissist, I can say my narcissist, Amen. there's gotta be people listening that are saying, well, my narcissist, because yeah. it's like one of those comes along and they, you know, I'm the scripture says reproach hath broken my heart. So my heart was broken in this case by reproach. He came with a, um, a narrative 
that uh, I was part of a cult because I was part of, you know, independent churches that were Bible preaching, Bible believing Baptist churches in, in my case. And um, it's not that case with everybody. You know, you can have reproach on because you're going to, a, you know, just and any church that professes to believe the Bible, they're going to be enemies of it. And he came as an enemy with a narrative that basically threw out the the bathwater with the baby and saying, well, you know, look at all these people that that cover up artists. Look at all these people that were involved in um, uh, um, bilking churches of money and look, you know, look how they got away with it. Look how they brush it under the rug, you know, and, and all those things, there's, there's truth to those, but there's truth to those in every denomination and in corporate America, there's truth to those in the houses I'm looking at across the street right now here in LA in Los Angeles, there, there is, there's truth that people are people and it's evil if if someone is is actually a, a phony or a hypocrite, and Jesus dealt harshly with them, but you know what? We don't have to throw out the baby with the bathwater, and we don't have to distance ourselves from the people of God because some of the professing people of God were wolves in sheep's clothing. And so, if if someone's listening, dear sister, dear brother, and you have been castigated and someone is trying to assail what you've believed and it's the truth, then it's kind of like Martin Luther. Martin Luther said, here I stand. God help me. Here here I stand. Basically, I've got to stand. I'm not going to deny the truth. But, you know, someone says, well, you know, you've you've um, you've been part of a movement that that has had, you know, uh, convicted rapists. Well, again, like I said before the break, Doug, the individual, my narcissist evidently has rape in his past, um, where he, where he was actually the perpetrator. Yeah. Uh, my, my narcissist has, um, financial misdealings, drugs, um, being kicked out of Bible college for sexual immorality, you know, all those kind of things, um, uh, drunk driving, whatever. I, I, I don't know. And, and my narcissist could come through and say, you know, prove it. I, I don't have the documentation. I just know that I've talked to people that were close to the situation and, um, but I know what I know. And I know the people that were hurt by this individual, by lies and so forth. But I want to say though reproach, the, the reproach, the, the, the castigating of, of me and, and the grouping me in with the, the group that, you know, I ran with, so to speak, or I derived my support from that though, that was, um, you know, all grouped together. I still knew in my heart that I was not running with someone as a power play. I was just simply, you know, David put it this way. David said, I am a companion of them that fear thee, that love thee and fear thy commandments and keep thy commandments. I am a companion. You know what? There are bad eggs, bad players, as I said, in every group, but I just praise God that the, the Lord lifted my reproach is what I'm trying to say. My broken heart, God came through and said, you know the truth, and I didn't know how bad this player was. All I knew is that he was doing a, uh, you know, rounding up members of my family 
um, with his his narrative, his his deceit. But guess what? God took up God took the broken heart and and took up the cause. And one by one, each member of my family has recognized um, the you know the problems that this individual has. And I'm just so grateful, Doug. God has. God has been working. God has done what only God can do. Yeah. And the best thing to do is the worst thing to do is to say, God, this is too much. I didn't sign up for this and bail out on God. The best thing to do is say, God, I can only continue believing and doing what you told me to do. And I'll do that and believe it as long as you're on the throne. And guess what? He's still on the throne today. Well, folks, what an opportunity it is to come together and talk about being brokenhearted and, and these people who do things to us. We're going to continue on again with this brokenhearted theme tomorrow. The time snuck up on us real quick, but make sure you come back in the morning. We're going to continue on with this subject and talking about these narcissistic people who try to ruin our lives. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.